Hey, how are you doing today? I am good. Kind of tired, but also really excited. Um, and excited to be home, if that's not specific. I'm in Ambivert, and I was at school today, and I had to communicate, and I had so much fun. It was so good to be actually with people, if that doesn't sound creepy, but like, so fun. Like, I remembered what fun it is. <laughs> I cannot describe it in a better word, but it's very fun to be back in school and just be and be with people who share similar thoughts and and you can articulate some more and then help each other and all that i'm sorry i'm just like really excited to be back and today was a good day but a funny thing happened is that when i was editing the intro to this podcast between my classes the intro somehow got deleted and i don't know how that happened um I do blame it on my possible poor skill of editing. It wasn't actually a big intro because today's episode is a bit longer than what I usually record because it's a very emotional one. So I want to keep it that way. But anyways, without further ado, let's get to today's episode, episode 5 of Letters Never Sent. Letter number five, to whom it may concern. I met you at a very interesting time, I guess. It was actually pretty fun. Not gonna lie, you were my favorite. I mean, the whole thing was very difficult and it demanded a lot of patience that I didn't have or probably will never have, but you were and hopefully still are one of the sweetest humans I ever had a chance to know and despite all the things good or bad mixed into a bowl you were good first it all started actually at an event um back in March I think and not this March just a random March <laughs> before my sweet 16 birthday and I saw you across the room and like all romanticized, dreamy, Jane Austen like kind of meeting. Weirdly, it was actually a party, so like very Jane Austen like. I saw you and I quite don't remember how it started, but I remember recognizing you because you looked cute as hell and. You just had, like, the fluffiest hair and, like, the widest smile, and your eyebrows were actually as good as mine, which made me very jealous, but also very attentive, because they showed off your eyes, and your eyes were beautiful. Very stunning. Beautiful eyes. I, I could just stare into them forever. And... I think my sweet 16 is actually one of the craziest birthdays I had. And my mom dragging me to our family friend's house, telling me that I'm accompanying them <laughs> into this random event 
without me knowing that it, that random event was actually my super's birthday party. And for those of you in the audience of this letter who do not know, I hate surprise parties. I despise them at the core of my being. But oh my god, if it was any great surprise, if it was one exception, was that party. So we get there. I go in and I'm completely shocked. Blasted music and then all dark and everything. And then I go in and there's like literally everyone. And you. How the heck did my mom think of inviting you? We had a fucking first dance on my sweet 16. How lucky. How lucky. You look so cute. You were wearing this white button-up and look all professional and cool. And oh my god, I was obsessed with you. We were dancing so much that my mom had to approach me and tell me that I need to dance with other people. That's how obsessed I was with you. You know, the um, honeymoon phase, it's always fun. Always. And I remember once maybe a couple of weeks after that i had to go to dance class and you really wanted to meet with me so you met me at the park near my dance class and you know as cheesy as it sounds we kissed on the park bench couldn't have asked for a better first kiss and i was late for dance class because i had to apologize and the moment i had to apologize for being late those are so rare that i remember it <laughs> And honestly, is it too mean to say that is the only good thing I remember? There were a lot of times when I look back and I cannot tell where did it started to go downfall. But maybe because I was wearing rose-colored glasses. I was so obsessed with you and maybe that's the problem. You matched so many of my values on paper that I felt the need to like you. Because I had to. Because you were tall, you were beautiful, you respected my mother, my mother was obsessed with you, my mother actually liked you so much. You would hang out with me, you would come to my school, bring me roses and flowers. Who does that? But I also remember the over calling calling to my dance class just because i wasn't answering you i think you know i i do this and it's like a very horrible thing but whenever something goes south i only try to remember the good parts and i could go back and read the diaries but i think it would just be too painful because i really liked us I hate how bad I come out of this story, maybe. Because I just couldn't bear the fact that you checked on me so much. And I don't know if it was toxic or it was your form of showing love, but to me felt like I couldn't breathe and I don't know if it was the teenage self 
in me being 16 and wanting to be free, but I just couldn't breathe. And what he was is that why it hurts, basically, is that because I cared. I I liked you so much that it pained me when you caused me pain. I mean, in, in hindsight, you actually made me relate to a lot of Taylor Swift songs. And I remember listening to them and feeling absolutely like garbage because I was in a relationship, but I cared and liked you so much but I was so sad because I couldn't meet your expectations and it was hurting me because you were expecting me to be this kind of girl that would have only girlfriends or I don't even know because we were so young that it didn't occur to us to sit down and talk about it all we did all I remember is you being mad and upset because I didn't tell you things. I loved how much you cared. I didn't love you. I loved how much you cared for me. And I don't think that's healthy in any shape or form. And I never asked you because we didn't have a calm, let's sit together conversation after a breakup. But I don't know how you felt. I just felt pressured into being someone I was not. Pressured into feeling too much emotions that I would not understand and I remember it being too much and I remember it being a lot and complicated it was just too much to be around it and when we actually when I broke up with you um it was it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Um, actually, one of the top five hardest things I've ever done. And I've done pretty hard things. And it broke me. Because, first of all, I was thinking about what to tell you. I was writing speeches over and over again. And I couldn't come up with a good way to break up with you because there was no good way. I had zero reasons. Because my reasons to me felt selfish. Even though now that I know we are so much better off. Because in two months time after our breakup, I would leave Montreal. And you would just be a long distance relationship that would go down the road. And break both of our hearts in worst way possible. Because it would be dragged down way too longer. But no matter what. I never forget how I made you cry. And I don't know if you were crying because I broke your heart or if you were crying because you broke your own. I think it was both. I think you had expectations of me that were never fully myself. And I tried so hard to meet them and I couldn't and I was feeling suffocated. And that broke your heart. But also the fact that you loved and cared for this person that you felt like they didn't feel the same. And it broke your heart. And I think either way, no matter what you did, um, or how you made me feel, I, I do feel myself 
very, very um, responsible for that breakup. I, or the whole relationship. I, I should have told you how I felt. I should have told you how you were smothering me. And it's making me feel weird because that's not how you treat an independent woman. But I was also 16. The same age. Didn't know what I was doing. He was just, you know, I was, I was so in love with it because it was so perfect. But yeah, that is it. That is the whole gist. I bro- broke up with you, and I broke up with you, and I remember giving you the whole box that I I kept all of our stuff in, and I the letter I wrote you to apologize for breaking your heart, and first of all, you cried. Second of all, you you shoved the box back to me and said you, you don't want it and I and I should leave. I don't think I've ever made anyone cry. And I'm really sorry. I had this stupid theory that whatever happened to me afterwards <laughs> is actually partially karma. And I do believe it. Because that's like very soothing to believe that you I got my karma right away. I do believe it. Really do. So yeah. I really hope no matter where you are, no matter who you're with, that you are at your happiest and you're cared for. Sincerely from a very, very needed distance. Namaste.